Coming to you from 8122 Production Studios in the heart of the 607, this is Horror Zone 607. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And remember, you can always join the conversation using hashtag HZ607. What's up, everybody? This is Horror Zone 607. This is the podcast where we talk all things horror and bring you the week's biggest horror movie news. I'm your host, Mike C, and we have got a huge show for you this week. We've got a ton of news to cover, and we've also got some reviews of a couple, not one, but two movies that we're going to be getting to this week. So we got a huge show for you this week. Of course, before we get to any of that... Let me introduce a couple of my friends that are joining me from over in the 8122 Production Studios. No, sorry to say, he's not Bette Midler, but he's still the wind beneath my wings. What's going on, Rich? Ah, I like it. You made a reference because I called you the wind beneath, wind beneath my wings on 607 Podcast this week. I, I immediately wrestling went show. to my notes and typed that down after you I said that. I love that, that shit. Thank you so yep. much. You were, you though. You were my me. hero. If you if you tune in to twitch.tv slash 607 Podcast, Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the wrestling show, if you're a wrestling fan. Uh, yeah, Mike was uh, doing the Lord's work and doing my research, so I didn't have to type it up while I was doing everything else, so... Thank you so much for that, Mike. Hey, I've always got your back. I've always uh, got your back. And don't forget, you also were, if nothing else, Charlotte is only 34 years old. That's true. I didn't know that as well. But also, <laughs> I will also you also did uh, promise that you would come down and rub my arm if it continued to hurt from my yes, uh, vaccination shot. How's it going? How's no, your arm feeling? Only one day. It was only one day. It only hurt for a day for the, vac- the first vaccination yeah. shot. Yeah, I felt a little lethargic. That's about it. But I mean, I still got uh, everything done I need to get done. So, yeah, good stuff. We're all good to go. Well, Can't wait to talk some more. That the the offer always stands. If your arm is sore, I'll be there to rub it. All right, awesome. I appreciate it with Ooh. with my tongue. Ooh, so you're yeah. up in the ante. I'm in, I'm really in. You now. better believe I am because I'm getting close to getting my own vaccinations. So I'll be back before you guys know it. Ooh. I will be back before you guys know it. And boy, am I coming with <laughs> a. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I, you I'm, are. I'm, I'm packing. I'm gonna be packing this time. It's it's gonna be big. <laughs> it's gonna be big. It's gonna be huge. I can't wait to be back in the studio. Uh, yeah. a month and a half, two weeks I'm uncomfortable now. You should be uncomfortable. And as you hear him, you know, last week he was on assignment, so he wasn't in the studio. But this week he is back. He is already driving us nuts. Uh, it's a good thing that we weren't recording uh, when he was coming up with some of his little quips before the show. Oh, I've got but he is <laughs> the one, the only the smartest man in all of horror podcasting. Welcome back, Professor. Well, hey, thanks. You know, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's it's too bad that you're already opening up your mouth because we didn't even get the show started and Rich nearly ejected you from the studio. Yeah, no, it, it's it's been a it's the, been a hoot and a holler so far. The king of the dad <laughs> jokes, who isn't even a dad. Yeah, yeah, I know. Who's got the douche shows from who now? I got I got the best dad jokes. <laughs> He's not lying. He should just be known as the king of the dad jokes from now on. He really should. You really should. So, so rumor has it that last week, you know, we say you were on assignment, but uh, rumor has it that there was one or two things going on where you couldn't be here for the show last week. One was that you were washing your hair. Uh, <laughs> the other is that your mom was actually giving you the bath. <laughs> well, both of those are true. 
I, so actually, she was washing your hair and giving you a I bath. gotta be honest, on, on air I said that you had crippling depression. <laughs> Because yeah. because you're off broad the off Broadway uh, traveling of the the human centipede on Broadway uh, was not taking off because of you know pandemic closing down theaters yeah so you're very upset about that it's kind of weird doing trying to do a socially distanced uh, human centipede as well yes exactly that's got to be it takes talent to accomplish that and I know it's a lot that of tubes a lot of a lot of weird tubes you got to use you know. The, the best part about you, too, is really, I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but for people that don't know you, you're one heck of a method actor. So you really, really got into this role. Yeah. You know, uh, it's... As the middle piece? Oh, yeah. Or one of the many middle pieces? <laughs> wait, didn't we talk about last time the one going through, like, oh, man, Central Park or something? <laughs> it's something like yeah, that. It's, I think it's, yeah. it's stretching Human centipede in the park, yeah. Human centipede in the park. Yeah, William yeah. Shakespeare's The Human Centipede in the Park. So, you know, I can't wait to see the finished product. I, I I know I speak for everybody, I think, when I say I'm chopping at the bit to see this thing. So but somebody it had to be have good. filmed it, I hope. <laughs> One should hope. One should hope. Well, you know, we, we've got a big show, as I mentioned at the top of the, the, the show here. So, uh, you know, let's jump right into the news because we got a ton of stuff to talk cool. about this week. So uh, the first thing is uh, there's uh, – Good news and bad news. Uh, the bad news is A Quiet Place Part 2, which has been rescheduled about 75 times, I think more times than uh, than uh, New Mutants was. Uh, but he, Quiet Place Part 2 has been bumped from its release date yet again. Uh, so most recently it was scheduled for September. Uh, so that's the bad news is it's been bumped yet again from its September date. The good news is it's actually been moved up this time. It is going to be coming on Memorial Day weekend. Nice. That's right. It will be releasing to theaters on May 28th. And yeah. uh, within 45 days, it'll be uh, available on uh, the brand new Paramount Plus, which is now available. Very cool. I'm excited to see this movie. It has been bumped quite a bit. When was when was its original original release? I think 1946, maybe. <laughs> but it's I don't know. No, last year, I think it was supposed to be out last, I want to say April or yeah. May or something. I can't even remember now. It's been rescheduled about 17 times. Yeah, I just, well, that'll be good to see. I, I, uh, I'm I a fan of the original. Uh, you guys saw it, I hope. Yes? No? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, it We're was fans. good. It was, uh, yeah, it was a good, uh, tight little horror movie, you know? Um, really intense. Good alien creature design. Um, I, I like that. I, uh, John Krasinski, he's directing the second one, isn't he? Yes. So that's cool. Excited to see him do more directing work. Hopefully he'll still be alive in this one, and uh, also Stu Mocker. Yeah. Hopefully well, they'll both be there. They the, Clearly part of this is flashing back to, because uh, the trailer shows the flashbacks to like when they yeah. first. Yeah. So he's going to be in it, which is cool. Um, but Killian Murphy, right, in this one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Always excited to see him. Peaky Blinders, man. If you guys haven't seen yeah. that, Peaky Blinders, gotta watch. Anyway. He's great. Yeah. He's always a great villain. Yeah. Well, he's he's always good. Um, in general, whether it's a villain or, but yeah, he's a great villain. Yeah. Great. Great villain. Yeah. So you know, coming soon. We don't have to wait too much longer. We finally get to see this thing. So let's get it going. Wait. Yeah. Uh, 
go ahead. That's great. So, you know, I'm glad that we got the Dawson's Creek soundtrack being <laughs> sung by the professor in the studio here this week. So I told you, you know, we're glad to have you back, buddy. We missed you last week. I don't know how we completed the show without you. I, I'm, I'm amazed you did. It was we were inconsolable for you know several seconds, but we managed to pull through it. So, uh, speaking of Paramount Plus, uh, last week you know we weren't quite sure of some of the movies whether they were going to be going straight to the streaming service or if they were going to actually be in theaters first uh, and then uh, be released to the to the uh, service. But uh, we can confirm now that both Paranormal Activity and the Pet Cemetery origin story will both be going straight to Paramount Plus when they release. So they Booyah. will not be in theaters first. They are going straight to Paramount. Plus. Yeah, it's right. Our speculation was correct. Nailed it. I've learned never winning. to doubt you. Winning. Hashtag winning. So that's good news. That's good news. we got a lot of stuff coming to that service. I, I don't plan on getting it quite yet. There's not a whole lot of content on there that I'm interested in just yet. Yeah. Um, but it won't be wait long until, You're going to wait until June or beginning yeah. of July for A Quiet Place 2. Yeah. Yeah, you know, a month and a half. Yeah, it'll be about mid-July that it should be available. So I didn't realize you know, they already finished filming that Pet Cemetery. Um, I don't think prequel. that they have oh, yet. Okay, uh, it was announced oh, as okay. part of the new streaming service, but um, but yeah, no, I don't believe that that has been. Although we talked about it on the show last week, it has nothing to do with with Paramount Plus, but they have already filmed a brand new uh, Jeepers Creepers movie. Oh yeah, so yep. yeah, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. So that's already been filmed. That's coming out this fall. Um, so and no so that Victor, actually happened no Victor Selva involved. No mention of him involved with it. If he was, he no, went under a pseudonym, or they kept his name off of it. No, I don't but, think he's. I don't think he can do anything at this point. Yeah, one hundred yards. He 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 got those movies in before you know the internet yeah. kind of yeah you know kind of shut him down. Yeah, rightfully so. But, yeah. Oh yeah, dirtbag. There was no there was no cast announcements with that. We're just hoping that our our, our buddy uh, Jonathan Breck will be the creeper again. Yes. We don't know. There was no casting news, but I just don't think that anybody else can really play that he character has. like he did. Yeah, he has to. So be. yeah, yeah, hoping yeah. so. But it is going to be like a reboot of it. So and uh, if it does well, it's going to be a new trilogy. So we did talk about that last week. Uh, we won't get into that again. You can go back and listen to last week's episode if you didn't hear us talk about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, more big news that came out this week. We know that Sci-Fi Network and now USA Network are both going to be releasing the new series Chucky, and we finally got some cast announcements for this. So we already knew that Brad Dorff was going to be involved. Yes. We already knew that uh, Jennifer Tilly was going to be involved. Yes. Well, Devin Sawa is going to be the lead character, the lead actor in the series, and that's huge news. I think that I, I mentioned to Rich uh, during the week when this came out, you know, his... his uh, Return is now complete. If Devin Sawa is back, I mean, he's in the upcoming this year. He'll be in the upcoming uh, what was it, Black Friday movie? I think it's called Black Friday. Him and yes. uh, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> so now oh he's also in the, uh, the the Chucky series. Good for Devin Sawa. Uh, one yeah. time he was sky. He was being one of those guys who was yeah, going to be skyrocketed to a, a celebrity. Yeah, and then he just kind of went away. Uh, it's kind of like our good friend Skeet Ulrich. Same difference. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. that's weird. Um, because yeah, I remember, I mean, Idle Hands was incredible and he, Final Destination. Final Destination. And then 
nothing. I, I, people were very impressed with him. Then there was all those rumors. Remember, there was rumors that he died in some oh, kind of okay. like, like uh, he was smuggling heroin from somewhere or something. Well, uh, you I, remember, that was like I don't remember I if thought, you were, the early two thousands. Like there was happened. like a weird. There, there was always these these weird rumors of somebody died being a uh, mule because I, I feel like he got lumped in with like Brad Renfro. You yes, know, like yes, uh, yes, yes. The, the, yeah, the actor and also from, the guy that played Kip in Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. everybody thought he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but, I'm not talking about what happened in like the 20 to the 2010s when when it was like oh Jackie Chan died in a in an accident on set or like Eddie Murphy yeah. who has now died in four different skiing accidents. Well, you remember when Jeff Goldblum right. apparently died? He yeah. fell off a cliff or something. Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. So like the, yeah. the internet is a is a weird fucking place, and that that was what Devin Sawa kind of fell into. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this but, news doesn't leave me feeling sour, guys. Oh, he did, he did it, it again. I, I he did it on it. air. I had to do it on the air. See yourself. He out. had to do it on air. <laughs> I probably should. The professor. Have these are bits. These are bits. The we, professor. The professor will no write, longer be on Horror Zone six hundred seven because he's the cring- He is the cringiest man in all of horror podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just write that down here. The cringe. The cringe. He's the douchiest man in all of our podcasts. <laughs> the douche. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Zip. Professor Douche. Yeah, douche. The douchiest Professor man douche. in all of... Professor Douchebag. Professor <laughs> douche, Douchebaggery. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that's an accurate way to describe professor the professor. Douchey baggins <laughs> Yeah. Well, let's move on before he drops in another horrible dad joke. Yeah, give it time. There's plenty of news left for him to get some more in here. Uh, so... You know, you may never see this one coming, but uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night being rebooted yet again. I think this is the 27th time that this is being rebooted, or maybe the second, do, one or the other. Do we really need another one? Times. Actually, I thought, the, I thought the first remake was all right. I, didn't I mind. really yeah, like that. I fact, that one's the only one that I actually like in the entire series. I mean, I'm I have not a, a fan of the original. Listen, I have a small place in my heart for the first two only because they're so bad. And if, yeah. basically, the second one is just a recaching of the first one. Yeah. Except for when we get to the second part of the movie and we get Garbage Day. Yeah. yeah. Garbage, garbage Day. And of course, they brought that up in uh, Silent Night, which yes. is the loose remake of it. Yes. But Silent Night, but, I thought was very good. I don't know why we need to reboot it again. Maybe do a sequel, but not a reboot. Like, come on. Who's involved you know, that movie, in this? Is, is I don't anybody? think a lot of people realize. Well, involved with it, the producers of the original are going to be producing the new one. Okay. That's the only announcement that we have so far as to who's involved I got with it. it. I got it. They're going to give it the black Christmas treatment. They're going to make it about nothing about the original movie and oh, just yeah. make it completely different because this is what they fucking do. Yeah. Yeah. Back. It'll be it'll be very woke. Very woke. <laughs> no, I, I mean, if you want to see a good remake and how remakes should be done, you know, go watch Silent Night. Castle um, Freak. It was about 10 years. I think it was 2001 <laughs> or 2000, or excuse me, 2011 or 2012 that it came out. Yeah, it was uh, good. That's good casts. Very good cast. Very good movie. I watch it every year during Christmas season. Um, that's that that's hits brutal. Yeah. I don't know why we need to get another one. Uh, it didn't do very well because it was direct to video and it didn't really get a whole lot of hype. But um, that's one of those, those lesser known, like, you know, kind of hidden gem type movies. So. I don't know. A, a time will tell, but I hope it's not going to get the Black Christmas. Did he say uh, gem? Truly, truly amazing. Gem. Gem yes. of the holograms? And the oh, holograms, Don't, don't yes. bring up that movie. That pulled from the theaters in like eight days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> About eight minutes. By the way, that was that was scarier than the original uh, Silent Night movies. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is Whoa. true. Anyways. But I, I was a fan of the remake, so I don't understand why we got to have another remake, but whatever. 
And like a remake yeah. less than a decade later. A Christmas yeah. horror movie. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm in. Well, we already got I mean, Black Friday coming out this year. Yeah, I know. With Devin Sawa and Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell is enough to sell a movie for horror fans. Yeah. And I could always really watch Krampus. Krampus is Ooh, Krampus so is really good. good. There's a lot it of really good. Is. Gremlins. Gremlins is great. Gremlins is great. Yeah. Come on. There's a lot of great Christmas horror movies. Yeah. Black Christmas and Black And that's Christmas. why, that's why like, if they do it right, it All could right. be, yeah. Well, I mean, I thought they did it right with Silent Night. Yeah. Like the remake, the actual remake. So I don't know. Maybe maybe somebody was bought somebody's hurt because they weren't involved. Somebody's got I'm a better idea. Be well, no. If these are the original producers from the original movie, maybe they were bought hurt that somebody else was involved and got some credit for their shit. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll take it back to the original, but I doubt it. I think that you're right. It's probably going to end up being kind of like the Black Christmas. Yeah, probably. 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the next year, Stars is going to become the new streaming home for all Lionsgate films. This will include any future films in the Saw series. Uh, so not the not uh, Spiral from the Book of Saw so much, but anything uh, in the future. It may be going direct to that that streaming platform. So just want to mention that because where's, they're going to try to compete with uh, everything else that's going on right now. Where's Book of Saw going to be going? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> Well, they probably, probably didn't report on that. They just said it wasn't uh, Oh, really? It hasn't been released yet, so I don't know. Yeah. I, who no, knows? It's supposed to be out in like two months. So. Allegedly. 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 So, of course, that means it'll well, be 2022. When are theaters opening back up around here? AMC. They already did, I think. They already did. Oh, boy. Technically. They already did. AMC did. Yes, AMC. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're like very, Friday, I think. very, very uh, low numbers. A third. Yeah, right? it's it's kind of it's 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 uh, insane to try to get tickets or anything to these things, but yeah. whatever. I'm I'm good with watching that for free at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, I mean, really I, I, it's not technically free, but I mean, I already pay for the service. So fuck yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? yeah. I just yeah, want that it. movie theater <laughs> popcorn, man. I bet you do. You could have bought it the I whole time. The 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 cinema saver was selling it left and right oh. to, to give them funds. Oh shit! Yeah, it was good shit, man. See, where were you? I See, was not there. you obviously didn't love. The, the cinema popcorn so much so you in fact were lying professor that I you miss it i don't know how do how do you find out about these things it was all over the news <laughs> i think we talked about it on the show i think we did as well, well. <laughs> no. no but anyways continuing don't forget on. we're also going to be uh reviewing uh never mind <laughs> the burning <laughs> <laughs> i'm ready to i'm ready to he may or may burning. not watch it i got we're it. reviewing two I'm movies ready. together today and i don't know that he actually watched them or not the so boiling. you know it's uh, oh, it's going to be an interesting second. Segment. I watched. I watched the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I? Uh, the Duffer Brothers, who of course are behind uh, the great Stranger Things on Netflix, uh, along with Stephen King, they're actually going to be adapting a, a Stephen King novel uh, from 1984 known as The Talisman, and yes. that's going to be a series on Netflix. Sweet, that's so cool. I don't know anything about that, but I know. Well, I know the it's professor about knows. The, the Dark Tower. It's it, somewhere it ties in with that. Yeah, it does. It does definitely tie into the Dark Tower stuff. I mean, as like all of Stephen King's books, they they all end up blending together in some sort of way. Um, this is one he wrote with uh, Peter Straub, who is uh, the writer of uh, a Ghost Story. I don't know if you guys ever watched that mo- movie. Um, based yeah. on a book, it, it's a it's a good creepy ghost movie. Um, if ever you get and, and somewhat local. Um, Are you like talking it, about a ghost story? Not, not ghost story the, with uh, Casey Affleck. I'm talking okay. about ghost story. Uh, the Peter, I forgot who directed it. 
um, but like Melvin Douglas and like a bunch of older actors are in it. They play this group of old men who have a secret um, involving this uh, woman who died a long time ago, and she's she comes back to haunt them and very very much inspired uh, it by Stephen King. Um, very uh, very uh, very good horror story, and it was made into a movie. And Peter Straub's great. And Stephen King's great, and they collaborated on the Talisman, and the Talisman does tie into the Dark Tower. Um, it, it, I'm very excited about this. I'm not. Uh, I'm glad you are. Uh, it sounds well, like it's a fantasy story and not so much horror. It, well, so I, mean, I don't there's know. Always it's something that I would be interested in. Fantasy horror. I mean, yeah. I mean, if there's they're involved in it, it's going to be a series on Netflix. It might be really good. There's werewolves. There's violence. There's all sorts of... Yeah, it's, it's going to be good. Sure, sure. Uh, I also sure, want to point out that sure. uh, I, I once told Rich not that long ago that I was never going to bring up uh, a ghost story with Casey Affleck because you and I, uh, Professor, will probably end up rolling around on the floor fighting each other because you absolutely loved it, and I thought it was the most abysmal movie I've ever seen I like, in my entire life. I like about three quarters of it. The, it the, was painful. The party, the literally, party scene I did not like. Literally nothing happens for about two hours. Oh, nothing. I, watching it, I I knew it, like when, when she ate the pie, I knew like you'd be just like dying at that point, which... Yeah, that was which early made, on. Which made me pretty happy. Yeah. It, you know, I, I don't know if it was that or, you know, where it started me realizing that I had wasted my money on it or if it was the scene where he's actually laying on the gurney dead and under the sheet and uh, she's in the room staring at his dead body with no sound, no anything for about 45 minutes. And yeah. then she finally walks away and he gets up about another 35 minutes later and uh, just kind of walks away with a sheet over his head. So that would be yeah. an hour. I knew that, I was that's an hour and a half. Right so uh, it was by far the most busy. And, and I just want to point out, it was another a 24 movie. Oh, I didn't yeah, realize yeah. that until recently, but that makes perfect sense to me now. So uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You think I've given some bad scores to some other movies. That one, that one takes the cake as the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. Wow. So and that's that's saying something because I've seen a lot of bad movies. Yeah. Anyways, that's it. That's the extent of it. I, I don't ever want to bring up that movie or hear. Well, its no, name I'm not talking now. about. I'm not. I was not talking about. I know you that. weren't. I'm just pointing out <laughs> since it was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> and I love Casey Affleck. I just want to point that out. I think he's a great actor. But and I don't Rooney know. Mara. Rooney Mara, granddaughter and daughter of the owner of the New York Giants and Pittsburgh Steelers. So. Really. I didn't know. Yes. Wow. Yeah, she comes from a very wealthy family. So finally in the news this week, Shudder has announced the what they're calling their halfway to Halloween. Uh, it's going to be the entire month of April. And listen to this lineup of things that they've got to come. Uh, so first of all, uh, it, again, it's a month-long uh, event that they're going to be having on their streaming service. Uh, it's going to include, first of all, the premiere of season two of Creepshow, which is on April 1st. The, the last drive-in with Joe Bob Briggs will be premiering on April 16th, and apparently new episodes will be airing each Friday. Awesome. Uh, the 2021 Fangoria Chainsaw Awards will be premiering on April 18th. Uh, several Shudder-exclusive films, such as Train to... How, how do we pronounce it? Busan? Train to Busan. Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Yes. 
that is the uh, that's going to be coming also sequel, on April 1st. spinoff, whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is to yeah. train in Busan. Uh, so that's April 18th. Uh, several, or excuse me, uh, new classic films uh, coming to the service, uh, such as Turner, uh, excuse me, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I almost said Turner Classic Movies too. So cause I have TCM right now. It is now. a TCM but, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it might as well be. Yeah. But, uh, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, just in time for Easter, Night of the Lepus. I, I've Loop, seen that before. Lepus? The, the lepers? Yeah. It's basically like uh, somebody filmed. It's a bunny. Yeah. It's a yeah just bunnies, bunnies hopping yeah. around and stuff and then superimposed them and make them look giant. Yeah. 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 I know that's, familiar. That's a, yeah. That's a gem in its own. It's a right legendary right film. You watch your whore mouth. Yeah. Right in time for Easter. Yes. And of course, uh, it's they're uh, also going to be premiering the uh, documentary In Search of Darkness Part 2. That'll be on April 26th. Yeah, so if you're not subscribed to Shudder at this point in time, April's going to be a really good time to jump on board because they're going to have some really, really, really cool stuff. I just made a rain on the professor for the uh, oh. uh, uh, Search of Darkness Part 2. Yeah, I've been looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, good I am stuff, too. man. Another four hours of... Another reason to sign up for Shudder. It's only yeah. seven bucks a month. Like you can't beat all of that for seven bucks a month. Such uh, a good value. It is a great. It is a great value. Creep show is a, is worth the seven bucks alone. Yeah, and Joe you know, Bob Briggs be... is worth the seven bucks alone. Right. You know, and both of those those aren't just one time things. You know, those are every week you're going to be seeing more. So those are series. But you know, the, Joe Bob the, the, rules. The, the Fangoria Chainsaw Awards. That's going to be cool. I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see it. I still need to see Train to Busan. I've not seen that, but That's I've heard good. it's excellent. Good. Uh, I do want to watch good. that. Very good movie. Good like I, movie. I put it on, and I was like, "Am I really going to be drawn into a zombie movie at on this a point?" Train, yeah. Like I was like, I, I really, I'm done. I'm totally done with zombies. I think the original really setting good. made it. Yeah. The fact that it's on a train well, actually the, makes it very the characters good. claustrophobic. Are, it's really good. But you actually, the characters are really good. Mm-hmm. You care about like the dad, and then. Um, the one guy with the armors up. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I forgot I know his name. About. But like, you actually care no, about. Oh yeah, these they, people. They, there's a good character development. Plus, the claustrophobia of being on a train actually helps. Like, the, I think the, the the hard part a lot of times with zombie films is they've done everything, and like when you're in the wide open, like a lot of those movies, it takes away that terror element because yeah. you're not really, you know, like you're you're kind of safe, if you will. You can just like, okay, you can run across. If we can Climb make it to tree. that, if we can make it to that building, we'll be safe for a little bit or yeah. whatever, whatever. And when you're on a train, and if you've ever been on a train, you realize how claustrophobic oh, that true is so the fact of you trying to survive and you have limited space to get away is is, is phenomenal and they come up with an interesting way uh to uh survive yeah no it's a it's a good movie it does more Do I... it it does more in its two hours than walking dead has in 10 years of yeah 10 television. seasons yeah absolutely i agree with that dare we say that it's a terror train i mean there's no david copperfield there should be, but I mean, it would be great if there if, if there if there was a nod in that movie. It would have been great if there was like a magician zombie. That'd been fucking hilarious. <laughs> but they they didn't. They, I don't think they were going for funny. Like the movie is actually very. No, it's, yeah. it's a very good horror movie. It's dramatic. It's, so you're saying that there's it's dramatic no, and scary, man. So you're saying that there aren't any snakes on the train? No, there ain't no motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking train. No. Then I think I want to see this movie. There's also there's there's also no Freddy Krueger in a uh, witch's costume either. Uh, that nope. is a detraction, uh, and he's definitely not hearing from Carlos. <laughs> oh man, huh. 
So there's was, there's your there's I feel your like I've obli- seen there that before. There's their obligatory Freddy's Dead reference for this. There it podcast. is. There I it knew is. I'd seen that before. <laughs> I knew I'd seen it. So there it is. There we fit it in. Get in where I fit in is like I say. And does that does that end the news? That's going to do it for this week's news. Well, if you would like to comment anything that we talked about in the news, or if you would just like to say hello or bring up something you would like us to cover, you can do that on Facebook, HorrorZone607. Also, you can do that on Twitter and Instagram, at HorrorZone607. Use the hashtag HZ607 whenever talking about the show. You can also visit 8122productions.com to get all the information about the show. And if you would like to... uh, you would like to support us monetarily, patreon.com slash 8122productions for as little as $1 a month. You get a ton of extra bonus content, and you help support everything we're doing here. Mike C., it's time for some trivia. And don't forget, if you uh, if you chime in, you'll also, uh, you'll also hear the professor make quips like Devin Sawa being Sawa. So, yeah, yes. I'm, you know it's very important. If you we, if you join eight one two two patreon.com slash eight one two two productions, you never have to worry about anybody being sour, as the professor <laughs> would say. You'll get a free tape of my Sesame Street jokes. Oh Jesus, no! Oh, that's just great. Cassette, that means I have to. Tape. That means I have to record it, so I'm not in. Tape. I'm out. Cassette tape only. Interesting. All right, Interesting. It's, it's trivia time. Well, it is. It is trivia time. That's right, because it is the Horror Zone six or seven trivia question of the week. Now, Professor, I, I took it a little easy on, on Rich last week. I don't know if you would have gotten the question right or not, but I did tell you two weeks ago when we recorded that You're... I was going to start stepping up the questions and make them a little bit more difficult. Yes. Because I threw you enough softballs, and it's time for you to prove that you are the smartest he man in all of horror podcasting. So this week's question <laughs> is going back to the Nightmare on Elm Street series. The question is, on oh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors – primarily takes place in a hospital the hospital was also used in freddy versus jason what is the name of this hospital one more time a nightmare on elm street oh, three the dream warriors and freddy versus jason have scenes that take place in a hospital what is the name of this hospital the answer coming up right after this break Hey, it's Courtney Gaines, Malachi from Children of the Core, and you're listening to Horror Zone 607. back to the zone before the break i asked this week's horror zone 607 trivia question the question was a nightmare on elm street 3 the dream warriors primarily takes place in a hospital the same hospital was also featured in freddy versus jason what is the name of this hospital uh the haley mills sanitarium (laughs) i knew he was gonna say haley mills yeah i had a feeling that's what was gonna be coming because uh he's the smartest man in all of horror podcasts. he's a job clap your hands Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so 
I know the answer to this, and I would have probably forgotten at the time, but if if you guys are listening, if you haven't listened to it, go back a couple episodes, and when we debuted the What Could Have Been series, and we did What Could Have Been Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3. Uh, I wasn't here. You I were not saying, here for no. that, but yeah. when I did it, I had there was a whole bunch of stuff in the script, and believe it or not, the name of the hospital did not change between the two, between the original Wes Craven script and the newer script or the script that we got sorry i shouldn't say newer script the one we actually got so it is the weston hills psychiatric hospital weston hills. that is correct weston hills that Haley mills it rhymes yeah, it's close you were close. it did rhyme that's why i was impressed that you were even that close did you know that <laughs> it was was it was that in Haley mills illinois in this case yes i believe okay. that it takes place in uh in Haley Mills, New Jersey. Oh, I, oh I, no! Wait a minute. No, Weston Hills because of it's, it's Freddie, so it'd be it'd be a Haley Mills, Ohio. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's the true. Springwood, because they Ohio. Drove, it took them like twenty minutes to get from Ohio to to New Jersey. Yes, it drove from Springwood, Ohio <laughs> to New Jersey in twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Through the magic of movie making, they made a thirteen-hour drive. Movies is magic. And if you've never seen uh, the movie Hell of the Living Dead. They actually oh, make it boy. from Russia to Africa to the United States walking in less than an hour and a half. The only so way that, by the way, the, the only, only way, the dead, what a movie. The only way that's acceptable <laughs> is if the soundtrack is to I would walk five thousand miles and I would walk five thousand more just to be the man to walk a thousand miles and fall down at your door. And I'm officially canceling (laughs) Horizon 607. I will not be here next week, everybody. So that's it. I quit. You can do the show on your own. Anyways. Anyways. Sorry. Just had to get that out of me. Yeah. We mentioned that we were going to be doing a couple of things for the second segment this week. We're going to be reviewing some movies as well as singing uh the the, the proclaimers. proclaimers so very yes, badly uh, but that's yeah fine. that was not good yeah so we got one of those things checked for this week but uh, we got a couple of movies that we're going to be going over and reviewing uh that recently came out uh one of them is the brand new wrong turn uh which i don't believe rich has seen either of these movies yet but both the professor and i have uh i have not i did not watch wrong turn but wrong? i cheated Wong, that's Dude, right. Wong, Wong turn. I watched. I watched the knockoff Chinese version. It was called Wong turn. <laughs> but anyways, to to Wong turn. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Anyways, uh, <laughs> no, but I did because I knew I wasn't going to have time, and I really was not interested. Our good friend that I made at Scaricon, James A. Janice, you know, he's the Dead Meat channel on YouTube. He does Kill Count. He did a Kill Count on Wrong Turn the Foundation. So guess what Rich did? I watched the Kill Count. So while you guys wasted 110 minutes, I only wasted 25 minutes, got the entire synopsis, and got to see the good shit, which is the kills. That's what they're calling it? Wrong Turn the Foundation? Yes. Wow, you missed Uh, that part somehow. No, it was originally going to be called that, but it's just Wrong Turn. Oh, I know, but it's it's, it's, it's in... That's that's what it's going to be called forevermore for me, because that's what it fucking was. Yeah, it was not Wrong Turn. I don't know. It, it was it was not wrong turn, period. <laughs> yeah. I saw no cannibal deformed people. So therefore, it, will it is not that. wrong turn. So let's jump into that. <laughs> Should we, which one would you guys prefer that we talk about first? Well, yeah, let's, we just, wrong turn. Let's we already start, set let's up go. with wrong turn. Okay, wrong turn. Wrong turn it is. So, uh, so I'll kind of start with the synopsis of this. So basically, <laughs> there's a group of friends. I believe they're from New York. Um, a girl named Jen and her, and her boyfriend. 
uh, along with a couple of other people, uh, they decide they're going to be going to, I, I believe it was, I don't know if it was Virginia or West Virginia that they end up in. At Rondack uh, Trail. It is, it is, it is West Virginia. It was but the Appalachian actually, Trail. But I want to point out, this is also some things you learn when you watch Kill Count. They actually filmed on the Appalachian Trail in Ohio, though. Mm. They did not film ah. it in, in West Virginia. They filmed it in Ohio, but it was still on the Appalachian Trail. So it kind of still looks similar. The Appalachian right. Trail. Appalachian. The Appalachian Trail. I think I said Appalachian because we have an Appalachian nearby. Yeah, we have Appalachian. And That's it's right. pronounced with a with a, with a cuff, cuff instead of a Even though chuff. it's spelled the same. Even That's though it's true. spelled very similar. I don't know if it's the same. Is it the same? I, don't I think know. it is spelled close think, enough. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. I don't care. Spend an hour uh, talking about it. Let's not get bogged down. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, uh, the, they're, they're a group of, what, 20-somethings, I would say. And they end up in this little tiny town. And uh, they stay at a hotel. They go out to a bar the night before. They're going to be you know, going hiking on this trail. And then, of course, meet some, uh, some locals. Some townies. Yeah, some townies that uh, aren't exactly friendly with them, kind of warn them. We don't uh, like your guy, kind around here. Yeah, one of those kind of guys in particular that, that's there. Yeah. And uh, they get drunk. Uh, they kind of upset the locals a little bit, but they go about their business. They wake up the next day, and uh, they, they go hiking. And, uh, of course, one thing leads to another, and uh, strange things start happening on the trail as they, as they stray off of the original trail to look for Which they were warned. they were warned not to go they off were the trail. Not to go off of the trail. One of the girls actually says, hey, didn't he say not to go off the trail? And they yeah. go off the trail. And of course, trail. one of them said, ah, oh, what's it going to hurt? Yeah. It's so going to hurt a lot. They're looking for, for a legendary village that's uh, like a mythological village type thing. And uh, all of a sudden, a giant like log, a tree, comes rolling down the hill, crushes one of the people, and it makes them scatter even more. They decide, uh, you know, we're, we're so upset about this that we're going to be fine 30 seconds later. They pitch a tent, and they decide to go to sleep. And nobody's nobody's upset too much about it. Everything seems to be okay. They recovered just fine from, from their friend being crushed by a tree. No, his, uh, his, his lover was not well His His that. lover was, was a little upset. Uh, he seemed to get over it pretty well, too. He seemed to get over it pretty well, pretty quickly. And a lot quicker than I would if it was if it was somebody that I cared about anyway. But uh, they decide they're gonna they're gonna pitch a tent. They spend the night. They wake up in a graveyard, and uh, they start coming across these people that are dressed up in costumes. They they have like skulls and like like animal skulls, uh, mask type things. Yeah. Um. And one by one, they kind of get picked off and, and dragged away by these people. Can I? Uh, they do. Can I say one thing? They kind of look. Right ahead. They kind of look like the knights who say "knee" from uh, from um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Absolutely. Anyways, it's but a flesh wound. <laughs> but a flesh wound. <laughs> Tis but a scratch. Anyways, but one thing leads to another. They end up killing one of uh, one of these creatures or people or whatever they are. They don't know exactly what they are yet, but they end up killing one of. Should them. we say spoilers at this point? Because like. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're pretty much you're pretty spoilers. much through the whole movie. Whole so movie. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Whatever. You know, we're, we're gonna, doesn't matter really. Doesn't no, really matter. No, it doesn't. This is, it doesn't this matter. This is definitely a spoiler. But this is like you're, step by step the entire going movie. The movie. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be fast forwarding pretty soon. Uh, I'm just okay. saying, a synopsis <laughs> is usually like a, a brief overlay. You are literally going through the whole movie. <laughs> well, we got like four hours to do the show, so yeah. yeah. But anyways, they they end up they end up uh, in camp with these people, shall we say? And uh, these people are are very uh, what's cult. the word a cult. hostile. They're yeah. a cult and they're hostile. 
uh, towards these uh, outlanders. But I want to point out, them. and this is a spoiler, and I don't care. They are not deformed, and they are not inbreds. They are regular fucking people. They're separatists, people. From, They're separatists like, from, from the Civil Confederacy. War. From the Civil right. War, yeah. So... No, no, they, they, they weren't out. north, they, they weren't south. They, they were, were north or south. They were they waiting were. for both sides to uh, annihilate each other, and then they were going to rebuild in their image. Yeah. Correct. Which is and they're just... called they're called the Foundation. Yeah. The Foundation. So, but uh, this is where the movie kind of kind of goes off the rails, <laughs> yeah, shall we say? Kind of goes um, off the rails. Up to that point, it really wasn't... I mean, it was different than the original, obviously, because there was no inbred mountain men, you know, cannibal-type people. But it really wasn't too different. Um, but that's where it goes off the rails. And it's a completely different movie. And that's where it kind of lost me. The end oh. ended up being... Oh, hold, yeah. on, okay. hold on, yeah, hold on. Hold on. If me. we're going to go into the stops, this is what I'll say. Because it, 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 isn't, it isn't giving away. This is where we go from this story, Lark, into Matthew the fact Modine. that... The, yeah, Matthew Modine <laughs> fucking looking for his daughter, who is one of them, a couple weeks later. Well, the like movie it, starts with it him. It starts and then with it, him coming yeah. in town. Then it goes to this out of nowhere to only go back to his kitchen when he's eating a bowl of cereal. To, well, and it he's shows rich. that. It, it starts rich. with him driving, right. and he's looking for his daughter, and then it says six weeks earlier. Yes, and, yeah. then, it, and then, so, it, then it skips back, and then, and then it skips back, and then we get because the, he's looking for his daughter. Mind you, this is like with this is with if you go by the runtime, this is with like twenty minutes left in the fucking movie that it yeah. comes back to this. So then we're introducing new characters and stuff with twenty minutes left yeah. <laughs> to only yes. to only get like a Lord of what I can only describe as a Lord of the Rings litany of false endings. Oh my god! It was the movie very does, the uh, Return does, of the Kingish. The movie does not stop. No, it doesn't end, and 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 it's, it is. And legend has it is still going on today. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's they say 180 minutes or whatever, <laughs> 80 minutes. Allegedly, no. Allegedly, this movie is only 110 minutes long, but it feels like it's like if, 3, it was minutes. like 110 hours long. But so. yeah, like it, it uh, really does take a turn for the worst, a wrong turn, wow. if you will. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, that community—it really doesn't. The, you don't know too much about like what they believe, other than we got that one drunk lady that, that just picks up Matthew Modine's drink in a bar and explains it. Yeah, like just yeah. steals his drink completely, and then and, offers up then offers up her nephew or whoever to be his guide. And I I was a little <laughs> I was disappointed. Um, the leader, the, the guy who plays the leader, Bill Sage, he's the, the actor. Uh, he was in We Are What We Are, um, which was. Really good. And you know what? I didn't. I mind saw him. him in this, and I was like, "Oh, something." He cool. was good. He's, he was he, well. Good. He was. He was good. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, you know what? Here's the thing. You know, enough with kind of discussing what the movie was about. Um, you, you get the idea. They they take a wrong turn in the woods. But you know, fact of the matter is, if this movie, they this was obviously a cash grab. They used the name "Wrong Turn" to make money. I, not since Leprechaun Origins have I seen a movie steal a name. <laughs> to make a movie, troll two. Like this. Or, or, I mean, I would argue horror movies. Or should movies I say maybe, maybe, maybe Black, Black Christmas, Christmas twenty nineteen, Jaws five, uh, Cool Jaws, which but, I still need to see. Yes, but you know, th- there was there was some things that I actually liked about this. Personally, I actually thought that the the original Wrong Turn I like a lot. Um, I did not care much for any of the sequels. They were all awful. Part this two one was horrible. this was yeah. better than any of the sequels, in my opinion. Uh, there were things that worked in this. It just gets muddled in the middle. It, it, it gets very kind of, you know, convoluted, I guess would probably be the right word for well, it. And then, like, uh, the the people among the original group of friends, the daughter, Matthew Modine's daughter, and the, the, the one guy, I 
Is it her boyfriend or her boyfriend? Her boyfriend, boyfriend, I believe, was his name. Darius, yeah. And then, yeah, they. I mean, they're there for how many weeks? And they're fully indoctrinated by the time they know the language and everything. Like it, it really. It's like six weeks. I don't think I'd lose. Uh, well, know. she also became a master archer in that amount of time. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. We forgot yeah. about that. And and then the I one mean, guy doesn't want to leave because they like him there. Yeah. Yeah. I feel accepted here. I feel accepted or whatever, here. Whatever, whatever, whatever the I, line was. I, yeah. I got to say, the, the lead character, Jen, she was played by Charlotte Vega, uh, who I think may end up being kind of like an up-and-coming actress, yeah, maybe even good. in the horror genre. She was very good. Yeah. Um, she was a very strong lead character. Uh, Matthew Modine was whatever. It well, was Matthew Modine. He was he was good, but like it was weird. He was good. It was weird because like this dad just goes out there by himself. Like, who is this guy? He leaves his wife. He thought and he was kids. fucking Liam Neeson. Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> and like he he, he just, had a particular set of skills. Well, he uh, he he he's. A, <laughs> they show the scene with him and his wife and his stepkids. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna go, and then he just goes. <laughs> I need to off. go. I need to go find my daughter. It's yeah. Been six yeah, weeks. I've heard from her. And then like that's. He just goes. By the way, there's no drama to that either. There, it is very deadpan. Like, oh, it's been six weeks. It's unlike her not to call in six weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna go find her. Yeah, (laughs) and he gets in the car. Like, like, think about you. You, you would wait six weeks from not hearing from your kid before you were like, oh man. But you would probably freak out, call some police, whatever. Yeah. No, he just is like very matter of factly. I'm just gonna go find her. They're on the Adirondack or not Adirondack Appalachian Trail. Appalachian Trail. Is there? It's the Adirondack uh, Path, I think, is what you're mentioning. Because yeah. there's a path that they're not supposed to go. I'm on, on the Adirondack Path right now. Because they were looking for a Civil War base. <laughs> yeah. The professor just took a wrong turn. Uh, just so. The professor a takes a wrong turn. turn all over the place. But I think there's enough about wrong turn. Let's 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 throw some scores out there. So, professor, what did you give wrong turn? Uh, Since it's a bootleg copy, it is now officially wrong turn. I'll give it like a, a five out of ten. Wow, that's pretty generous out of you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, the kills were cool. Like it, it, it had some things going for it. It had good kills, uh, Bill Sage, um, but like it just didn't stop the movie. Oh. Even during the end credits, it kept going. Kept going. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I kept waiting for something more to happen. Yeah. Oh man. Before we go to Mike, I'm not going to give a score because I did not officially watch the movie, but I took everything you guys, I was able to join this conversation from watching The Kill Count. So if you have no interest in watching this movie, just watch The Kill Count. He'll give you some fun uh, stats. You'll get to see all the kills. It's halfway and, uh, halfway of a good movie. And, and, and uh, you know, it's halfway a wrong turn. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there you go. There, I'll give him, a, I'll give uh, the Dead Meat channel on YouTube a little shout out because I, I don't feel comfortable giving it a grade since I didn't see it, but I just know that I probably wouldn't like it. I'm glad that I got to crunch 110 minutes into 25 minutes with some humor. Uh, and I still got to see the kills. So, uh, Mike, see, that comes to your score. So, you know, again, there was actually a lot to like here. It just it, it gets very con- convoluted in the middle. Uh, the end of it was, was pretty good. Uh, strong lead character. Um, it just didn't quite hit its mark, but it wasn't all bad. Uh, personally, you know, I, I would say if this movie had not been called Wrong Turn, if it had just been called The Foundation... Um, I might even give it a higher score than what I did. I, I don't like these cash grabs, you know, where they do this. I it does bother me uh, like when they cash do these cab things. Either I don't like cash cab either. Yeah, although I do because it's a trivia show and I like trivia. But um, you know, strong characters in it. You know that it did have that. The the villains, if you want to call them that, the people that are in the village. You know, some of them were actually really strong characters as well, I thought. Yeah. So there was there was a lot to like here, but there was a lot not to like. There, there was some stuff that could have been cut out and some stuff that should have been edited a different way. 
and it would have been a much more solid movie. That being said, most of the sequels, if not all of the sequels in the Wrong Turn series, are like one or two out of ten, maybe three out of ten for a couple of them. Uh, I, I would give this movie a five and a half out of ten. Wow. All right. Pretty close. So that brings us to our second review. And Professor, give us a synopsis of this movie. <laughs> okay. I can't uh, repeat the name of the movie because the I dark, don't remember because you guys were making uh, Mike C was making fun of it and renamed and that's all that's stuck in my head right now. The Dark and the Wicked. <laughs> um, so that's the one. Is this a Shutter original or is this Shutter exclusive or something? Um, uh, I believe it's a Shutter exclusive. Directed by uh, Brian Bertino, who Mike loves because of the Strangers, and I, you know, I didn't notice that until after I watched this movie. Oh, this guy directed the Strangers, um, and. I, I like The Strangers. I, I didn't initially like The Strangers, but I have come around to it. This movie, um, all right, so it's about a family, uh, the matriarch that lives on a farm. It's like a rural area, and uh movie starts with her being influenced by something evil, um, and, you know, she commits suicide, and uh, the... And don't forget, she's taking care of her husband who's in a coma. Yeah, her husband's in a coma. She commits suicide. Her kids are left to take care of the father and uh, on the farm and everything and take care of the farm. So um, that's kind of it right there because things like whatever this force is, it haunts them. It makes them go crazy um, and bad things happen. Um, a lot of great atmosphere in the movie. Um, the acting's fine. The music's great. Um, just like bad things happen and nothing really, there's no explanation as to like what this force is. I mean, I may have zoned out for a little while. Mike, do you remember any explanation as to what is haunting this family or this location? Well, it's not even the location because it goes off and follows the uh, sun. Yeah, um, so it does. What, what? For reasons that they never explain either. Okay, yeah. So, um, No, uh, there's just weird things that happen. There's just some sort of a dark presence. The, the um, Somebody. They see a thing. The, the mother, before she commits suicide, the, the son and daughter actually come to visit yeah well she's still alive before she commits suicide yeah, I forgot she's about, acting yeah. funny they find her and yeah she, yeah and she keeps telling her daughter i told you not to come here and she tells the daughter that she keeps talking about he some dark force he 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 yeah but it doesn't really explain what it is you never see what it no, is you, you well, kind of get kinda a, like a shadow of it yeah. yeah every now and then you see a shadow in the background as the camera's panning through a scene um but you don't really find out who or what he is or what it is yeah um you just know that there's some sort of a, a it's Ent it's dark and wicked entity it's, it's a dark and it's, wicked it's, thing. it's dark and wicked entity um that's there and it has something to do with the father who again is comatose um there's one or two scenes uh where the father gets up out of bed and does some creepy stuff and then he's not really there. Well, they're, they're like seeing things that are happening, but they're not really they get, happening. They get possessed by this thing um, because there's that scene when, when they go to visit and the mother's still alive, uh, the daughter is in the kitchen and she's walking by and in the doorway, you see a giant, like kind of like a big man in shadow. Yes. And then she walks by again, and it's the mother standing there. So, like, they're setting up that this thing possesses or, you know, um, can influence people. And obviously what happens later on is a, a, a test to that. But, um, 
yeah so does it at any point do we know if it's something the father or mother did to uh not that i remember seeing um uh, another thing i didn't quite understand is at one point there's a priest played by xander berkeley yeah that shows up um he's sitting at the the table talking with the son and daughter uh he's drinking a cup of coffee with him but he's acting kind of weird and then he shows up in the middle of the night like the next night yeah and uh he's trying to get them to come he's almost acting like uh like the old um the old preacher man from poltergeist 2 in a way yeah, like Kane, yeah. reverend kane ooh, uh, ooh. a little bit he's kind of acting like that trying to get him to let him in or trying to get them to go outside um they end up calling him the daughter calls him i believe the next day and says you were here you know yesterday we talked this and that and he's like i'm living in a nursing home i i haven't been there i've never been to texas in my life oh, well you yeah, gave yeah. me your number I didn't give you my number. I've never been there. So, like, what was the point of the priest? If the priest has never been in Texas, let alone ever having met the mother, yeah, how did he get involved with it? You know, it just I didn't even really, think really about that. Thing. Yeah, no, that it was just some really, really odd stuff. There's a nurse that comes in. Well, she's, she's the hospice. The whole movie. Yeah, yeah, she's acting fine the entire movie, and then with like ten minutes left in the movie, all of a sudden she's possessed or something. I still don't understand what happened with her yeah she was kind of like half possessed half wasn't i i don't know it, the movie was all over the place as far as i was concerned but uh, again I know you liked it well i i mean i i now that we're talking about this i'm not liking it so much <laughs> <laughs> i i so got saying that it's influencing you or i'm influencing yeah you. well no it i mean the atmosphere it's well it's well made and it that like, it was the opening, I, I really liked the opening up until, and, yes. then, and then, like, there were a few scary things that happen, but then, like, there really is nothing, there's no sort of, there's there's no big, like, oh, shit, you know, this, this is crazy. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah there's, there's none of that. It just kind of ends very suddenly yeah. and quickly. Not quite the turning. But yeah. it kind of had like a similar like. Well, it just, it just ends it's drawn out more though. Like it, yeah, it just, it's it, a drawn it got, out version of the t- turning. Nothing happens, and yeah, it, it had some some genuinely creepy moments in it. I, I will give it that. Um, Brian Pertino, if nothing else, the man can he he's nailed uh, atmosphere. Yeah, the atmosphere in this movie is fantastic. It definitely has some creepy moments, although it's very very slow. Yeah. Now, the one thing with with the strangers, I will say, is I've always called that movie the ultimate jack in the box. It starts slow and it winds up and it winds up and winds up, and I kind of felt like that's what was going to happen here, and then it would just slow back down to like, you know, yeah. to like a like a snail's pace. Yep. And um, you know, it, again, it, it felt authentic. Uh, it felt like it was taking place on a farm in Texas, which I <laughs> believe is where it was set. Yeah. Um, the accents and everything that were used in it felt authentic and you know, everything everything looked the part it was very atmospheric as i mentioned um you know it, it had that going for it um it just it didn't hit its mark by the end of it, it and by the end of it anywhere. i was like what did i just watch yeah exactly and there's like, there's well, kind of a, an hour and a half there's kind of a cool twist with the sun that i thought was i i, I liked it but then it it really doesn't add up to much it doesn't. And it doesn't even make sense why it happened. Like if initially I was like, when I watched, I was like, oh, there's a cool twist. The ending is cool. And then like now talking about it, it's like, actually, no, it isn't. Like, it really doesn't make sense. Yeah. It just, 
I don't know. There's just a bad so, thing that is latched to this yeah. family. So I, I was left a little bewildered by this one. I guess would be the best word for it. Yeah. So flabbergasted. I, I, I was flabbergasted. I, I didn't quite get it. Slobberknocker. Slobberknockered. Okay. I was definitely slobberknockered by it. Well, I think it's. I think all that's left is some score times here. Yes. Yeah, so uh, score this, Professor. Right. What'd you give it? Well, I don't want to give two things five out of ten, but well, you, if it's what you believe, that's what the truth is. It's another like half halfway there. Like this is well made. This is a movie, and like I I can see where they could have gone a little bit further. Yeah. And it would have been better, but it wasn't the worst thing it's you've ever seen. Halfway there, but it's living on a prayer. All right. Well, he's gave it five out of ten. Mike C. See, I didn't watch it, so I don't know. So, Mike C., what do you got? Yeah, so I'm kind of with you on this one too. I mean, I, again, I would give this probably. I'd be more apt to give this movie about a three out of ten, but because it was shot well, because it felt authentic, because it did have some some genuinely creepy moments in it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to give it maybe about a four and a half out of ten. Um, so I give it a little bit higher than I would have given it. Um, story wise just, there's nothing going on there's no yeah it just doesn't it doesn't like even even some even if the priest had come in and been like oh yeah it's valak like a la conjuring i'd been like oh okay that's right cool. but when they get the guy on the phone like he's never met them he's never <laughs> yeah. been there he's never even been to the state or maybe he had met the mother once before i don't know maybe i missed something with it but i don't know where he even fit in all, yeah. all i got was on the phone she actually speaks to the actual guy and he said that he'd never been there. And the hospice nurse, the hospice nurse is like, oh yeah, she would say things to somebody and she never knew I was listening in, but then we never hear what she was saying or <laughs> yeah. Like it's just a lot of incomplete thoughts there. It was, it was uh, half a movie almost, yeah. you know, but it, it was very drawn out and it got very, very slow. It was slow yeah. as molasses at points. And these slow burns, man, we were talking about that. So many, so many movies are slow burns because it's like the artistic. It's the thing, thing to do like, now because it's like, it no, I want, I want a movie to kick ass at this point. Like if it's going to be scary, make it scary, make it fucking terrifying. Make it, I want like evil dead style, like hit me over the head with it at this point, because these, or if it's going to start slow, at least let like it build up to something. Yeah. You, God you know, it. knock you on your butt by the end of it. Yeah. I want to be like, you know, yeah, I want to be... Aha! Yeah. yeah, something like that. I got you. I got you. Well, if you saw either of these movies and you want to give us your review and you agree, disagree, or otherwise with us, you can do that and hit us up on the social medias. HorrorZone607 on Facebook, at HorrorZone607 on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, hashtag HZ607. Once again, all information, hit up 8122productions.com. And Mike C., that's all I got for the people. So take them home. All right, sounds good. Well, I want to thank you guys for... Uh for listening as uh, you always do we appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens to the show uh, i want to thank the professor for absolutely destroying this once again with his uh sawa joke don't get sawa about this <laughs> he had a couple of other good ones before when we were off i air, can't so. i can't remember them good ones yeah. <laughs> define good be thankful that we're not on patreon quite yet because you you wouldn't want to subscribe to this episode if, if you had heard some of the things that he was saying yes they so do. uh so, but we will be. We will be there soon. Uh, thank you, Rich, uh, for always doing everything that you do to make the show a success. We appreciate you, and we, 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 we just think you're adorable. I, I, I don't know if anybody ever tells you that. We, we appreciate you. <laughs> we appreciate him, and he's just adorable. Thank you. So, so that's it. Uh, next week uh, we'll be back. We'll be talking about a whole lot of horror news. We'll be talking a lot of horror in general. So until then, 
For Rich, for the professor, I am Mike C. Say, see ya.